Hey, Wizards fans, the offseason is over. It's time to get back on the court. This is the season premiere of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. I'm Chris Miller of NBC Sports Washington. We are so excited to be back for another season. It's my second year quarterbacking the Off the Bench podcast, entering my 16th year of covering this amazing franchise and we are so excited about the upcoming season we're currently in japan getting ready for the japan games 2022 that will feature the wizards taking on the reigning defending nba champion golden state warriors before we get to those games we had a chance to sit down and talk to Kristaps Porzingis about now entering his second season with Washington after being traded from Dallas at the trade deadline just a year ago. Kristaps is really confident. He's healthy, feeling really good about this season. Individually, he has some goals and aspirations, but more importantly, he wants to get the Wizards into the playoffs. That conversation is coming up momentarily. Just a reminder, make sure you download, subscribe, and leave a comment here on the Off the Bench podcast. But now it's time to sit back and relax and hear from KP here on the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group. It is the season premiere of the Off the Bench podcast. Chris Miller and our special guest for episode one of this season, Christophs Porzingis. What's good, KP? How are you, Chris? I'm doing well, man. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. It's kind of interesting. We were talking before we came on camera really about like the off season and what what it entails you've done a lot of traveling already before we're getting ready to embark on this trip to japan just kind of just share with everybody what your summer was like yeah uh long summer long off season uh finished early went to spain for a month uh started working out there working on my body working on my game uh, then went home june july august was back home in latvia had the national team windows uh, played there, supported the team in the first window, played in the second window, had a great great workouts, great team practices to get a good rhythm before the season. And, and yeah, went to Greece for three, four days with my family. And now I'm here, about 10 days and, and ready to go. How do you kind of decompress from a season? Like how, how much time do you normally take where you can kind of just kind of like get away from basketball? And then when do you start your ramp up again? I don't like to take too much off because I, I, I'm never really like burned out after the season. It's mostly about just taking care of little things maybe that you have going on during the season. Uh, so I make sure my body's, my body's uh, recovered from the season and then I get back into training. It might not be basketball right away, but I'll start maybe swimming. I'll do, I'll do different stuff. I'll run a little bit. Just kind of things to get, off, get, get away maybe a little bit from basketball to miss it again and then I get back in the gym start working on my game again. I love the swimming part of it that you talk about because it's like you get the cardio up but yet you're not doing a lot of straining on your muscles. Exactly. Like when did you start getting into swimming? Uh, I, I used to swim when I was when I was a kid so it's kind of always been like a hobby of mine and and you know the, the summers are beautiful back home in Latvia I get in a, a sea in the Baltic Sea or or any kind of water and uh, yeah it's good for the body, it relaxes me, and, and I really enjoy it. It's really peaceful too, like when you're in the it water is. and you're kind of like in your thoughts and it stuff is. like that. It is. I remember when you first got here, we sat here when you first got to town, and you said you put the uniform on and it just so, it felt comfortable to you. What was it about coming to DC where you just felt like right away this would be a place where you could really probably be the best uh, version of yourself? I don't know what it was. I don't have the answer to that question, honestly. I think it was maybe the, the hospitality that I was received here with, I, w- I would say that because I don't have an explanation honestly. But I, when I did, when I came here, I did feel like at home right away. It was weird, and 
got to know everybody super quickly. Uh, the transition was just super smooth. And also, just jump into the season right away, started playing, got accustomed, had those two months of just getting used to the city, getting used to playing in, at our arena, uh, the practice facility, and, and, and yeah, now going into my, I don't know, third, fourth month with the, with the team, actually, I already feel like I've been here for a long time. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. We're so excited because we get a chance to finally see you and Brad play together. But for some of the other players that you had a chance to kind of use those games to kind of learn their games and stuff, I want to start with like Kyle Kuzma. Like, what was that like? I know he missed like the last 13 games, but that time that you guys were together, what did you learn about him? He's great. He's vocal. He's always talking, which is an important part, communication. Um, and yeah, and he's what I really like about him. He's always trying to be the best version of himself. You know, whatever he's doing, he's always trying to improve. He's always listening. He's always uh, picking up stuff. And and uh, and yeah, and being vocal on both ends of the floor. And, and and we're all encouraging each other to be that way because a great team needs to be talking a lot and, and, and being loud, especially on the defensive end. And I think that's one thing that I saw that we can do better from last year coming into this season. And we're already talking about it. Even at the first dinner that we had as a team, we talked about it that. That we have to we have to lead this team and 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 show how it's done and be loud and be uh, communicating and yeah we're, we're looking forward to to showing that uh, on the floor as you know being a veteran you know you can have a team dinner in the beginning of the year to really kind of have like role definition this is who we want to be but man when you get into those dog days is when you should probably really kind of lean on really early in the season what were the things that we were talking about like last year you got to play with a lot of these young guys who now had that experience right. and now th there's an expectation now for the the Ruiz, the Denny's, the Gaffs of the world to really kind of elevate their game. What have you seen so far in camp from the younger players? I think everybody's taking a step forward. Everybody, everybody realizes that there's more talent on this team than maybe last year. So there's more pressure on you to to show the coach that you that you've earned those minutes that you're gonna get you know or, or or earn your minutes while we're here in training camp and so on so it's very competitive um, everybody wants to play everybody wants to prove that they can they can do good on the court um, and that that pushes everybody that pushes everybody especially the young guys um, and yeah during the season I think most of the guys already have an experience where we know that things are gonna go in south you know at some point sooner or later it will and just to be mentally prepared for that. And, and those are the moments that we all have to catch and, and, and be mindful of that. That's where the true character shows of the team, you know? And, and that, those are the moments that we have to stay together, push through and, you know, and better times will come. So you're back home in the summer and I see a picture of Coach Unsell making the trek to your home country to spend some time with you. You guys went to dinner. That was the first time we saw the beard. We'll talk about that in a moment. But, <laughs> to have your head coach take time out of, because we all know, we really only get one month technically off, which is like August, but for him to take that time to fly over, how invaluable was that? And what did you take most out of it? Oh, it was great, it was great. He spent some time with uh, us as the national team, with the national team coach, Luca Banki, uh, with myself, you know, of course we were in the rhythm of, of starting, almost starting the games. And so we were kind of tight schedule. Uh, but we got to spend some valuable time together, some dinners, some good talks, and had some fun. Uh, and for him to go all the way to Latvia from here, you know, making that trip, it's, it shows, you know, that he cares and he wants to build that relationship. So, so when stuff does go south during the season, we can, you know, we can, we can push, push through it and, and have that relationship. What do you need out of him 
in year two, and what does he need out of you now, this being your second season here in D.C.? Uh, I think he expects me to be even a better version than I was the last two months that I was here, you know. Uh, I think I'd, I played at a great level. Uh, I think I can be even better, you know, playing alongside Brad. And yeah, make, making the, making the uh, game easier for Brad, for, for Kuz, for the rest of the guys, opening up shots and, and giving my all on the defensive end. I think Wes, is, uh, Wes and everybody else is, is, is translating that to us, that, that we, we, we want to be a better defensive team. A winning team is a defensive team and, and that's our goal. And, and I expect myself to be at a high level defensively. I heard Brad recently say, uh, good luck to the league trying to figure out me and Porzingis because it just looks on paper like which one are you going to try to key on because the other one is so skilled. What do you think it would be like or what has it been like so far in training camp playing with a guy like Brad? Yeah, yeah, we're building that chemistry. You know, it's going to maybe take a little bit of while and play competitive games and it's going to take maybe some time, but but I'm excited about that. that dynamic you know and as as he said they're gonna have to pick what they take away if they take away this oh then we get that if they you know they're both guys are guarding brad i'm gonna get a wide open shot so to create that chemistry and that feel for each other where we could just without saying a word read each other that's that's when we're really gonna be special i believe do you look at the japan games as an opportunity for this team to kind of bond i mean it's like really it's kind of like us against the world right like it, we're in this group together how do you approach being in Japan for a week? I think, yeah, use that time, uh, of course, to have fun and enjoy a little bit of the culture, but to build team chemistry off the floor. We're going to be probably together most of the time. Um, use that time, yeah, to build that, that team chemistry, team bonding. Um, it's a weird preseason yeah. comparing to a regular one, so uh, why not use it and, and, and spend some time together and, and uh, yeah, and get a feel for each other off the court. Again, it's going to help us in tough moments during the season, so yeah. it's gonna, I think it's going to help us. Let's get off the court a little bit. I recently heard you talk about your older brother and how much of an impact he has had mm -hmm. on your life. I kind of want to start at the beginning. First of all, what's his name? Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. And what was it specifically about him growing up where you wanted to, one, play with his, his numbers, the number six, right. and, and, and what he did for your family? Yeah. Yeah, he was a huge influence, uh, especially on myself because I was I am 13 years younger than him, so there's a big gap between us. And he was always kind of the leader, you know, in our family. And and yeah, you know, we had some tough times, as many people did, you know, in that area of the world, um, growing up. And uh, and the memories are that he was kind of the one that was taking us out of those, you know, tough moments. Also, you know, financially and and emotionally and so on. So. Um, for me, as a kid growing up, I saw that, I saw how much he was helping the family and that stuck with me so, so deeply that I said, okay, I want to play basketball and I want to be a professional player to be able to help the family, to be able to retire my mom and dad and, and take care of everybody. So uh, that really left a strong uh, influence on me and, and you know, we'll, as a family, we'll always be, you know, grateful for him and what he did and, and what he continues to do. So now, and all, now it's also in my hands to, do, to keep doing the same thing. So I have to know, because there's a 13-year gap, when he watches you play, how is the critique? Is it just, I'm just a proud big brother? Or because he played, he's like, you got to box out, you got to get more rebounds. Yeah. What's that dynamic like? Uh, he, of course, when he sees something, he tells me. Uh -huh. uh, but in a, 
in a, he finds a, like a smooth way to say it because, you know, of course, I'm maybe a higher level player than he ever was. So he doesn't want to say stuff that maybe he thinks that I could know better. Right. So only the little details that maybe I'm missing, he will, he will mention to me. But, uh, but yeah, we, we talk about basketball and, uh, and he's, you know, he, it's always, I always take his advice. What is Kristaps Porzingis' happiest moment playing basketball? Like, when, are, when do you have the real joy of the game? Uh, maybe it's recency bias now, but when I was playing now for the national team, the feeling that you get from playing in the national team, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's a bit different than, than playing for the club, you know? Uh, you get goosebumps, you got your own like nation, your, your own uh, country's fans, you know, cheering and, and the passion is crazy. Uh, you could get that feeling in the playoffs, you know? So I think what I'm looking forward to is getting that same feeling with the team also, you know, getting the crowd into the game a lot, like, and feeling those emotions. And, and so I would say recently it was playing with the national team. Next one is I'm looking forward to having some highlight moments during the regular season and then making it to the postseason. When you play on a new team and there's some other guys that come from other teams and I kind of like look at you guys during practice here and I see I see you, I see Will Barton, I see Monty Morris, I see DeLon Wright and like, you know, as long as I've covered the league, I've seen you guys play for other teams. What's it like when you like are now putting a Wizards uniform on? Has there ever been like a talk like, man, I remember I busted your behind back in December when I was playing for the Mavericks. Or What's it like when different guys now come to a new team? Yeah, yeah, of course. You talk about the games that you had against each other and, and especially if there was some poster dunk or something like this, you know. Uh, so I remember when I came, uh, DG, he dunked on me pretty bad last season when yeah. I was still with Dallas. Uh, so in one of the, I think it was against Dallas, the pregame uh, against Dallas, me as a wizard already, um, the coaching staff put that highlight on there. That's what we're going to do to the Mavs. I was like, come on, man, why do you have to put that highlight on there? So we had some fun. We always have some fun with those kind of situations, you know, and, uh, and yeah, and you come together. And I think you, only, you always learn even more. You know, you, you see those guys as, as real, like, humans also, not right. just a player, you know, you get a feel for them and you understand how their mind works a little bit and, and, and that way build that, build that chemistry as teammates. Any Dallas-Denver battles that you can remember with Monte? Oh yeah, definitely. Martin? It's always tough to play in Denver because of the altitude and, and those guys are always, you know, they're used to at play, playing at home there. Um, we definitely had some, some good battles and I remember one of the last games actually I think I played for Dallas in Denver. I had, a, I had a great game. I had a couple of deep threes late in the game and kind of sealed the game. Uh, so thank you for, for, for bringing that up. I'll, I'll tell Monte that yeah, I remember that game. I want to briefly just talk about international players and how you guys have just really set a standard of how the game should be played. When I think of you, I think of Luka, I think of Giannis, I think of Jokic. Like, what is it about the international style that has kind of helped you guys kind of, you know, really get into the NBA and have success? Um, I think uh, the way we're brought up is a bit different than uh, the guys maybe going through the AAU programs and then the NCAA. Um, I think also there's a lot of talent in Europe. The most talented guys like Luka, Jokic, they, they always make it and they always make it to the highest level. And, you know, but there's a lot of talent that's halfway, like borderline, maybe NBA, but sometimes you don't have that luck. So in the transition from the youth to the pros, 
and then get on a team where you don't play as much, you lose a bit of confidence. So it happens to some guys, you know. The most talented ones always, of course, make it most of the time, I would say. Um, but I think you, you learn, uh, you learn, uh, you learn, you, you pick up the professional basketball a bit quicker than, than guys here. They play NCAA, you're competing against 20 year olds or 19 year olds or whatever. Uh, there in Europe, you might be play, you might be an 18 year old playing against a 30 year old, you know, and grown man, and 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 that way you need to you need to pick up things quicker, and, and the schemes are different. So there's there's a there's a difference, um, and it helps us. I think helps us to transition to the NBA when we do come here. We are already kind of used to that kind of basketball, even though of course the athletes here are at a different level even. But right. but there's a lot of things that we could take from that European basketball and 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 make the transition easier. What's the luxury of being able to speak three different languages? It's the best. I mean, I can could, I could understand pretty much most of the world speaking, you know, Spanish, English, those two languages already give me an advantage. I can go almost anywhere in the world and speak them. You know, Latvian is back home, obviously, and family and friends. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a privilege and I'm, I'm glad that I maybe had a, a good uh, I'm pretty good with languages, I would say. Yeah. So I was able to pick up Spanish pretty easy, and, and now I have, you know, I'm fluent in, in three languages. So memo, folks, if you're ever in a bar or a restaurant and you're talking in Spanish or English or even Latvian, KP understands it. And be careful around be me. Yeah. <laughs> be careful. Finally, uh -huh. who am I to judge? But I love it. <laughs> when did it? When did it start? How long are you going to keep it? Yeah. And will you ever just go all season? You know how like hockey players just go yeah, hockey playoff yeah. beard. Will you ever get a yeah. Porzingis playoff beard? I don't think I would do that, but um, it started in August. For some reason, my girlfriend kind of convinced me, hey, let it grow for a little bit. One week go by, two weeks. Third week, I'm like, oh, this is getting nowhere. It's looking terrible. And my girlfriend's like, just, just keep it for one more week. And my barber was also like, one more week. Just give it one more week. And then the following week, he cleaned it up a little bit, is that? I'm like, okay, this is starting to look like something. So oh. I said, okay, we can, maybe we can leave it. And now I kind of go back and look at the old pictures and stuff. And, um, and I'm like, yeah, I have, now I have to keep it. I know, no way I'm going back to that baby face. I remember when I saw you, I was like, you still look young, but it's kind of like, it, it's cool. It looks, you looks know, a bit, you, yeah. you, look, you look a little tougher. <laughs> um, yes, you know, a bearded unicorn. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time, Thank KP. You, I appreciate it, man. Yes, Best sir. of luck this season. Appreciate Looking forward to much. seeing you again. Yes, sir. Thank you. Right.